Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 185. Fire Nation, this is Sean Connery. Prepare to ignite. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, let's thank our sponsors for allowing us to keep Entrepreneur on Fire daily and for free. 99designs is the place for your logo, web, or merchandise designs for your brand. Visit 99designs.com slash fire to get $99 of services for free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Squarespace is the drag and drop site platform that lets you create a website that looks professional. Head over to squarespace.com slash fire to start a free trial and use the offer code fire for a 10% discount. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guests today, Renee Warren and Heather Carson. Renee and Heather, are you ladies prepared to ignite? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Renee and Heather are co-founders of Onboardly, an agency that works with early stage startups to help them with customer acquisition and to gain visibility. Heather believes that PR is all about relationships, good ideas, and a ton of hard work. Through her relationships first approach, she helps introduce startups to a wide variety of media outlets and influencers. Having worked in the traditional agency environment and startups alike, there's no question that innovation is where Heather's heart is. Renee works with startups to help them create an online presence that gets hundreds of thousands of potential customers in front of their products. Often referred to as geek and stilettos, Renee is passionate about creating a life that allows her to be the world's best mom and build a company that continues to create value for its customers through inbound marketing. Woof, giving Fire Nation a little overview, Renee and Heather, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about yourselves. We want to get to know you personally, and then take another minute and tell us about Onboardly. Cool. So uh, Heather here. Um, beside me is Renee. We're actually calling in live together. So we're side by side. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. We don't get a chance to do this all the time together. So uh, <laughs> so thanks for this opportunity, John. Um, Heather here. Uh, PR is really where my heart is. I love everything about getting uh, getting startups, the work that they're doing, the crazy innovative projects that they have on the go noticed by by wider audiences. You know, Renee's Renee works in a, a similar goal, but sort of takes a different approach, and, and that's where we came together to build to build Onboardly. Yeah, we'll probably get into it later, but Heather and I were working remotely um, on, on projects together. I was living in San Francisco, and Heather was on the east coast of Canada, and we just realized more and more, more coming together that what we're doing, we needed to kind of combine forces in order to bring the fire, as you might like to say, and what, what came from that was Onboardly. And we complement each other very well. Um, her being a boppy little redhead, me being, I guess you could say, a taller blonde. Yeah. But other than that <laughs> physical appearance, um, we combine our experience to, to bring together what we think is an amazing methodology for startups to get in front of the right people at the right time. Well, you ladies are correct. We are going to be bringing the fire later on in this interview. But before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote, with a mantra. I know that you guys have a great mantra to share with us, so take it away. 
Sure. Uh, Renee here. My grandfather once told me when I was 16 years old, getting ready to go to university, he said to me, if you're not 10 minutes early, you're 10 minutes late. And what he meant by that was that, you know, whether you're showing up for doctor's appointments, meetings, uh, meetings at coffee shops, anywhere you go, anything you do, you should try to aim to be at least 10 minutes early because you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's the un- unexpected. Hmm, that's, and, a good, uh, that's a good mantra, Renee. Yeah, I like we, that. We try to live by that. <laughs> But that as much as we can every single day. I think Heather's going to hold you to that, Renee, next time you're not 10 minutes early to a board meeting of some kind. I am. I have to give her crazy props, actually. This woman juggles. She didn't get into too much about herself. I think she's, she's shy. She doesn't like to, to brag about how awesome she is. But, I mean, this woman is a mom. Uh, she's expecting her second. And she is literally the one that always is 10 minutes early still. And I have no idea how she does that because I've got to juggle a dog. She's got, you know, children to take care of. <laughs> so I give her mad props for, for sticking to that, that mantra. Very impressive. And again, we're going to be delving so much more into this. You ladies both have incredible journeys. And we're going to start a little further back. We're going to talk about failure, about challenges and obstacles that as entrepreneurs, we face so many times intraday. But I really want you to share with Fire Nation a time back in the day when you just failed and when you didn't think you were going to be able to get up off the mat and dust yourself off and continue to go forward. Share with us that moment in time and then how you overcame that. I'll start. It's Heather. Um, One of the biggest things that I've realized over the last few years is just how truly unemployable I am. And I think that that I'll call it a failure, but I'm, I'm happy to have overcome that failure and that challenge. I started out um, working in government, which you can imagine would be the most traditional job and absolutely the opposite of what I'm doing today. Uh, and then realized that um, I would consistently um, butt heads with people and rub people the wrong way. And so when I finally moved out of that and started getting into the startup space where I said, you know, this is what I really love. I love working with startups. Um, it was still one of those situations where, you know, I just didn't feel like I was driving the goals forward every day because it really wasn't my role to do that. And, um, you know, I literally had to get fired from a job where I was, you know, pardon the cliche, but sort of disrupting the everyday uh, model, you know, being a little more aggressive with how my opinions, how I shared my opinions and things that you, that I do every day now as a founder, but it, it makes a, it makes sense for me to be able to do so. Um, that I literally got fired from a job that I would have equated to have been being a pretty close to a dream job. Um, and during that time frame, you know, I kind of went into a, a two or three week slash month long um, depression that I wasn't good enough. I wasn't worth it. You know, I've just gotten fired. I'd never been fired before. Uh, certainly it caused some chaos, but never actually got, got kicked <laughs> out before. Um, and then it was my husband that actually said to me, um, you know, what's your problem? You know, you're not there's nothing wrong with you. You're, you know, you're very talented. And the problem might only be that you just have too many opinions. <laughs> he said, why don't you try being accountable to only yourself? And why don't you try starting a business for yourself? And literally, I will say that the minute I started working for myself and only holding, you know, being accountable to, to my goals is when I started to see an exponential increase in my own happiness and self-worth and, and all the rest of it. And I, I would say to, to people that are listening today that, you know, are going through similar challenges and feeling like the square peg in the round hole that perhaps they don't belong in that round hole to begin with. So Heather, if you could just pull out one lesson from that entire experience when you realize, you know, I, I'm unemployable, I can't work, I need to launch out on my own. What would that one lesson be? It's just literally invest in yourself. The biggest lesson, and that again, that's not, I don't think that's new probably to a lot of your listeners, but it's realizing that 
if you, and I'll talk about this a little bit, hopefully during this interview today is sort of my belief in, in health, wealth and everything else. But, um, you know, really by spending the time to say, you know, invest in you being great first, the other, you know, the work that you continue to do will be great. And the work you do for clients or for contacts or partners will be the same. Absolutely. We will be delving into that. So Renee, take it from here. All right. Well, mine's a little bit different, although I truly believe in absolutely everything Heather just had to say. And I think that's where it started for me, too. Um, but going back historically, my, my first job at 17, I started at a restaurant. So my mom told me to go out and get a social insurance number to get a job. And I said, OK, I'll do that. But instead of working for someone else, I'm going to start my own company. And I did that. And I knew what it's been like to be an entrepreneur since day one. Um, and I've made a lot of mistakes, a lot of petty little mistakes beginning. But the biggest one I can kind of reflect back on, and I know one of my phenomenal employees here can agree, was the mistake I made in, in my previous co-founder. So we started a similar agency a few years ago. I just didn't take the time and do the due diligence to actually find the right person to complement my skill set. And what happened was a massive failure. Um, sold my interest to the business. Luckily, it's still going, and he's doing okay. I can't say anything disrespectful of him, only that we just didn't work together very well. We had different visions of what the company would become, so we didn't take the time initially out of the gates to sit down and figure, you know, what do we want this company to be in three, five, ten years? Um, so I took that learning and came to onboardly with Heather, and luckily, her and I had the same vision of what we want this company to become, and it's working out for us. But that big mistake was, you know, kind of, I guess you could say jumping into bed with the wrong person. But really, when you are starting a company, you're pretty much married to that person. You have a bank account together. <laughs> you have all these things and all these assets and you have an a team below you, which is like your children. And uh, that was my biggest mistake. And, you know, I didn't do the homework. This person wasn't the right person. Um, again, wasn't like he was a horrible person. It's just, didn't take the time to really figure out, is this the right person for what we're trying to accomplish? That's what I love about the Entrepreneur on Fire interviews is that we actually get to see the progression of our guests, of our interviewees. And today that's you and Heather. And to hear you say the progression you went through and these different understandings you came to along the way is incredibly invaluable because it allowed you to find the right person that next go around and to take the correct steps that time. So if you could just pull out one major lesson that you learned from that experience, you said many, they were all incredible, but just one that we can walk away with, what would that be? The strength in um, signing the proper legal paperwork. And I know that coming into this together with Heather, it was a huge learning curve for her, but having that shareholders agreement, having the proper legal paperwork done from day one adds such incredible amounts of comfort into moving company forward. Um, just knowing where you are, it's 50-50, but signing that paperwork, you know, your, your clauses, your out clauses, your in clauses, what's going to happen if something were to happen to somebody, if someone lost interest in the company, all that stuff is so important to have from day one. And that's what I learned with previous co-founder was he taught me that. Um, and I'm glad that we did that from the very beginning because a few months down the road, I wanted out and I was able to get out without any problems. Oh, powerful. And ladies, let me just say, from the very minute that we got on the phone together today, we had a nice little pre-interview chat and your passion and your enthusiasm was truly contagious from really second one. And that's really exciting me to move into 
this next topic, which is the aha moment, because it's so important and valuable to look back at our failures and what we've learned from that. But it's also really important to look at the aha moments and the successes that we've had along the way. So Heather, take us to a time when you have just really had that light bulb that went off and you said, wow, this is going to resonate with me, with my target audience, with my authentic self. And how did you turn that aha moment into success? <laughs> my, my aha moment, and I'm, I'm actually, we're, if you could picture where we are today, uh, we're at Onboardly headquarters and we're in a big room. Uh, Renee and I both have, um, you know, people working for us now that have worked with us as individuals for a number of years. And um, I know there's one person in the room that's going to smile when she hears me say this, but uh, the aha moment for me was really the moment that I realized um, that my ego could be checked at the door and that <laughs> perhaps um, I was better off with other people than by myself. We talked a little bit about, um, you know, earlier on how I realized I had to really start a, start my own business. I had to work sort of alone, but you know, the definition of alone was just to me uh, for the longest time before I met a lot of a lot of these great, really smart people with very similar mindsets to me. I thought that that would just meant alone, alone. And uh, you know, one of the things I realized that was that if I was ever going to scale the business, if I was ever going to be more than just um, you know, a consultant logging billable hours, you know, exchanging time for money. What I needed to do was trust in other people and trust that, you know, not only could they get the job done, but perhaps if I just hired people that were more intelligent than I was or, or better at certain tasks than I was, um, that there was no shame in saying, you know what, there's someone out there better to do this thing than, than me. And, you know, I think that when you partner with, with smart people like Renee and when you hire smart people like the girls in the room and um, our colleague that works remotely for us, um, you know, you can then focus on building something bigger and better and focus on doing the things that I love and that I'm good at. Um, and I think that that moment when I said, you know what, Heather, you aren't the be all and end all. You are, you know, you've got skills and, you know, don't don't beat yourself up either, but get smart people on board and your business will be exponentially better. Powerful. Renee? Off the same token really is, and, and it was interesting when I was looking at this aha moment thing, I wasn't too sure if it was like my eureka moment or <laughs> a moment I realized that we were doing something wrong and what we did to fix it has changed the dynamics of, of the company entirely. And I think it goes down to the, the quote, hire slow, fire fast. Yes. Or the other way around. <laughs> And little do people know that this, this company really came together when I was pretty much on the verge of giving birth to my first child. And I was like, hey, Heather, let's go into business together. And here I am fully pregnant. And she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and we just came together. And, and in that time, we were really trying to hustle to find someone that would take over my role. And I, I don't want to say that we're irreplaceable, but at that moment in time, myself in that situation was irreplaceable. And we found this amazing person, this brilliant woman who just did not have the knack for what we needed. And we kept her on. We were desperate to find someone that could do some writing, do some of the tasks that I did on a day-to-day -day basis. We just chose the wrong person. And moving forward, we realized, you know, we need to take this, this process of hiring talent more seriously and finding people on a much slower scale, um, bringing them do, through pre-employment uh, assessment tests and having them do tasks before they come on board. And from that, it took us, it took us some time, but we came up with this process that helps us um, go through uh, applications and find the talent we need on a much slower scale 
Um, and we managed to find some brilliant people to work with us. But with that, we knew this person from day one wasn't right. We had to fire her from day one, but we just didn't feel comfortable because I was leaving to go have a baby. Um, but from that, we learned, okay, we need to take the time, find the right people, because these people will hopefully be with us for a long time. No, the aha moment, it is so hard to define. I mean, like you said, sometimes it can be that eureka moment where you're just jumping up and down. You're like, oh, this is exactly what I want to be doing, and this is my authentic self. But other, in other ways, it just can be just like you mentioned with the hiring process. And that can be such an aha moment for your company because that brings you to the level that you want to be. Our people are our process and our people are ultimately our success. So it's no surprise that sort of both of our ahas have centered around the idea of teamwork, building teams, smart teams, and and making sure that those people fit, you know, fit with our, our fun, but very serious culture. That is such invaluable advice. And I know that Fire Nation right now is just scribbling down notes left and right because as you go through the process, you just get this excitement that builds up. You just want to grow and expand and and take people on and do favors for friends and, and family members. And you're only doing harm to people unless you're doing the correct process. So I'd love to talk more in a little bit about exactly what that process is and just some keys that you guys have found to making that a success. But before we do, let's start with Renee this time. Have you had an I've made it moment? I don't know that I'm there yet. I want to say there are little ones, but there's no big one. There's no big one on the center stage with the huge spotlight. <laughs> um, there's a lot of little ones, and I feel like I, I, maybe I lack the confidence personally to actually believe that I haven't had that moment, but perhaps. I mean, I know that Heather and her team's done an exceptional job in getting our own company in the spotlight in terms of getting us in Forbes and in Inc. and whatnot. Um, I don't want to say that there's been an I made it moment yet because then there's nothing for me to strive for in a sense, but I don't think so. I was, I was going to say one of the things that we noticed, uh, Renee and I just got back from a conference at uh, so South by Southwest Interactive, which is a pretty heavy technology conference. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Fire Nation will definitely be familiar with it. But, <laughs> Austin, um, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, you know, and one of the neat things about that was we arrived there and we're wearing, you know, an onboard shirt and we're, you know, meeting people and being introduced. And uh, the number of people that recognize, people that we look at and go, are you kidding me? These people are the big time. And when they recognize what we're doing, those that's one of those mini aha moments that we have every day. Um, getting featured in, in some publications, press publications have been, you know, mini aha moments. But, you know, I think we're looking, we're still looking forward to the big one. I can say, Renee speaking, the little moment when I knew not so much that I made it, but that we were doing something right was when I was in San Francisco last October. And I was luckily invited to an amazing dinner that had some brilliant startup people, Daniel Morrill, amongst others. Um, most of them I didn't really know, but I knew of. And here I am intimidated because, they have, you know, with respect to the service business, but, you know, being in PR and content marketing and marketing, and you're going into this room full of product people, there's kind of like that, I don't want to say lack of respect, but they're like, oh, you know, you're just a service company. But when I was introducing myself to some of these startups and they asked what I did and I said, I'm the co-founder of a company called Onboardly, they said, oh, yeah, I follow your blog. Wow. That was the, that was the moment where I was like, wow, the content I'm creating, these people are reading to help with their businesses. That, I knew we were doing something right. Powerful. So, ladies, and let's start with Heather this time. Give us a little rundown about how you view the journey, and are you enjoying your journey? 
Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> um, the journey is one that, I mean, Renee and I are both in our early thirties. Um, it's one that we realize doesn't stop now that we're only getting started. We're only, you know, just baby steps along, along this path. But, you know, one of the things that I'm realizing time and time again is every moment that I thought, wow, um, you know, this is pretty exciting or, you know, wow, I've gotten to the end of, of where I think I can go with this particular opportunity. Another door has opened. And, you know, without sounding overly philosophical, I am a, a very philosophical person in the sense that I really think that um, life gives you what you need. And I don't, you know, I don't really mean that from any particular religious connotation, but it's just one of those things that, you know, I truly believe that the, the minute you, as long as you continue to push yourself and you continue to remain generally dissatisfied with, you know, status quo, um, you know, the next door will present itself. And I feel like, you know, for me, moving from working in a startup to working on my own representing startups to then, you know, meeting Renee and the strange amount of, you know, serendipity that would have had to have occurred for me to meet Renee at a, we met two years ago at a, a conference, well, at South by Southwest, um, actually two years ago. And then for her to move from San Francisco of all places to the East Coast of Canada where I live and, and where her, uh, her husband is you know, came from, originated from, uh, you know, is just so serendipitous that um, I feel like that door opened at the time when I was ready for it, it to open. And I just think if you sort of put a, you know, work hard, obviously, but put a little faith in the universe to give you what you need at the time that you need it, um, you know, there, there's something pretty magical there. I love that. Renee? I believe in, you know, what goes around comes around. So it, it kind of falls back onto what Heather just said. It's, you put all this effort into creating something and it, and it fails or whatever. You have this massive learning curve. And you just know that things will come around. I know graduating from grad school, the people that I went to school with right out of the gates were making over $100,000 a year. I never paid myself more than forty for the longest time, knowing that the effort I put into this would come back for me. And I, in the end, I'd be more fruitful than these people that are working 60 hours a week making $150,000 for the man. And I respect that that's their, their career path and that's what they wanted to do, but it's not what I wanted to do. And I knew that it would take a lot of work, a lot of effort up front to finally get the reward that, of all the effort I put into it. We're still waiting for that reward. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's finally come, I'm you just, know. I I'm finally just... broke uh, past that $40,000 a year. <laughs> You know, but it, it's good. And I, I knew that it would come. It took the effort. And it also took a lot of emotional support from friends and family. Um, having an amazing husband helps too. And having Heather here being like, we can do this. We're going to do this. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, it, it's really helpful. Well, ladies, you have been sharing some incredibly valuable content. This entire interview, all of the failures, the aha moments, the lessons learned, the philosophical notions. Now it's time for you to step back and really share with Fire Nation on Boardly. Let's take Renee and have her start with one thing that's just really exciting her about on Boardly, and then we'll move on to Heather. I guess I could be the one to say that I can compare this to having a child. <laughs> is, you know, you, you grow this beautiful thing in your room for nine months and you go through this pain and this dread of, of having to help keep this thing alive for, for so long. <laughs> the same goes with having a company um, and a startup is you build this thing for so long, it's painful, it hurts, you're scared. But it comes to the point, you know, 
where it's self-sufficient, where I can go away for 24 hours and be like, okay, this thing's still going to turn without me. And I mean, that, that to me is like, woohoo, this is awesome. I finally did this. So Renee, those are just some really exciting things about onboarding and about where you're taking it. And that's really exciting. And I really want Heather now to kind of step back and tell us what Onboardly has going on right now and how Fire Nation in general can really get excited about what you guys are doing. Ooh, that's, that's a big one. That's exciting. So you're <laughs> looking for some, you're looking for some um, closed door secrets. That's cool. Um, yes. <laughs> so here we are. Um, you know, what we're looking at right now is we've got this amazing team of, of five and a, going on six people. Um, you know, we are at the point now where we've like I, I want to say, finally, uh, it's Renee re- related to it. Um, it being sort of like a pregnancy, or you know, incubating something for a period of time. We are now at the point where we've had, you know, a dozen or so amazing clients work through our process with us. So, right. you know, a little bit of background. You know, we work with venture funded startups normally, or or profitable technology companies. We work with them normally for about six month cycles at any given time. We've worked now through that process on several occasions, and we're at the point now where we. You know, we know that process will continue to evolve, but we feel pretty darn good about where it's at. And you know, we've seen some remarkable success for the clients that we represent. Ultimately, that's the the measure for us of being successful is if our clients look good and our clients feel good and our clients are getting the traction, yeah. the customer signups that they need. You know, that's validation to us. So we're really happy there. Next steps for us. Um, which is perhaps what I'm most excited about is really taking this business to a point in which we can scale it. Um, service businesses are traditionally the hardest possible businesses to try to scale, but right. what we feel like we've built a process that is, you know, something that is replicable, um, and the reputation that we've built is great. So we're looking to bring on, you know, bring on more staff as we need it, bring on, you know, more clients as we, you know, in a smart way that takes them on gradually. And, uh, and really building this out, we want to build the onboardly brand to be synonymous with, um, you know, with promoting technology companies, particularly in the early stages. It's exciting stuff. So Renee, if you could just say one vision that you have for the future that you're really excited about, what would that be? We joke <laughs> around about this, but the more I think about it, the more fun and awesome it is. It's Heather and I envisioned a, a smaller but growing team. Um, and we really would love to have a yacht. And, <laughs> I love that and I vision. That not because it's like, oh, you know, I want a yacht. I want this and I want a Bentley and all this. I mean, those things are great to have. But this yacht is a place where we can go as a team for our off-sites, um, different tropical destinations. We go for, you know, weeks at a time. We sit there and we have like this hyper brainstorm sessions with our team, whether it's for the Onboardly brand itself or for client work. And, and John, can you guess what this yacht would be called? Well, I was just going to say, if I come on this yacht and you give me a microphone, I will say as we launch, all on board, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Well, you're very close. It would be called the Hop on Board Leaf. Oh, love that. And having this yacht is kind of like distinguishing tangible thing for a, a successful point in our business. So, you know, we have these goals three, five, ten years out of how much we want to make. But if we can really get this yacht in three years, then I think that would be our, our vision of, of successful <laughs> company. Yeah. The, uh, it's funny because that yacht, like right now, it's, it's kind of like a, a really cute motorboat. But um, you know, <laughs> I keep saying, it's like, do we, buy, do we actually buy the, the little motorboat and park it so that we can you know, look at it every day and go, we, you know, we need an upgrade? Um, <laughs> but it, it's one of those things we've talked about since day one. Um, 
you know, the other thing I think that would be interesting, you know, I'd love to, um, I'd love to be at the point where we're asked to, to speak at, you know, a tier one industry event, like a Ted talk, for instance, or, um, you know, on stage at a major event like that, uh, is something that's, you know, a, sh- a shorter term goal, but certainly one that, uh, that would say, you know, wow, that that's a goal for the next, you know, 12 months. <laughs> well, let me just write a little verbal note here. Stay in touch with Heather and Renee. The parties are going to be amazing on the Hop On Boardly. (laughs) Hop On Boardly. Love it. And I can just say that I can totally see TED Talks in your future, things along those tier one lines. Entrepreneur on Fire is a great star. So put that on your resume and just flash it around town. Absolutely. (laughs) Now, do we get a little medal for this? Because I'd love a plaque or something to put behind my desk. (laughs) I'm going to send you both a $5 Starbucks gift card. Is that cool? Yeah. (laughs) Just as good, if not better. Okay, Fire Nation, we're going to quickly thank our sponsors who allow us to bring Entrepreneur on Fire to you seven days a week for free. Squarespace knows that every budding entrepreneur needs a stellar website. Don't be intimidated. You don't need to be a pro at building those things. Squarespace has you covered with their drag and drop technology. Let Squarespace help you create the perfect site. Pick one of their gorgeous designs and add your own images, content, and anything you want to sell in an online store. Your site will automatically adapt to fit any device, and you can push everything out to your social media accounts too. Your new Squarespace account will come with award-winning 24-7 support with cloud hosting and real-time analytics. Sign up for a year and get a free domain name too. Support Entrepreneur on Fire by going to squarespace.com fire and start a free trial with no credit card required. When you do decide to buy, enter the offer code FIRE and get a 10% discount. That's squarespace.com fire. Offer code FIRE. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. 99designs is the answer to all your design needs. Do you need a new logo for your business? What about some sweet web design? We could all use some new infographics, Facebook cover pages, and banners. Incredible graphic designers at 99designs are waiting to help you out. They'll work on projects you define, and you'll assign the budget that works for you. There's a lot that goes into starting a new business. The paperwork, the legal considerations, personnel, and day-to-day operations. Get some help with the branding and marketing from people who know their stuff. At 99designs, you choose the best submissions for your project and give feedback until the results match your expectations. There's a 100% money-back guarantee complimentary design consultations with a San Francisco design team for all your branding needs and a stellar 24-7 customer support. Visit 99designs.com slash fire today for a $99 pack of services for free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. So ladies, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round. And this is where I ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. Let's do it. (laughs) Heather, what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? My parents. (laughs) (gasps) How dare them? Yeah, no, honestly, they both had really traditional jobs and they were terrified that uh, if I didn't get, you know, the pension plan, 401k and... uh, and health benefits that, uh, you know, their poor baby would be, you know, would be poor. in bad shape. Yeah, would be poor. <laughs> Renee? Really nothing ever did. The question would be, 
for me would be whatever held you back from getting a job. Uh, I was just so anti wanting to work for anybody else that I just have always been an entrepreneur. Renee, what's the best business advice you've ever received? Delegate, delegate, delegate. Don't be afraid to give up the little menial tasks to people that can do it better than you. Heather? Uh, smart goals. So anytime that you uh, have to get somewhere or you know there's a, there's a goal in the end, actually make it, um, make it measurable uh, and attainable. So literally look at the goal and say, no, don't say, oh, I'm going to get uh, press coverage for client X. Say, I'm going to get client X in one of these three publications in the next week. Boom. Love that. What's something that's working for you right now, Heather? Uh, communication and expectation setting. Uh, Renee and I have been working on this so much together over the last uh, couple weeks and months, trying to figure out as we grow this team how she and I are going to stay, um, you know, really clearly communicative. How we're not going to overlap, you know, as we grow in our responsibilities, and uh, how we make sure to communicate well with each other and with our team. Yes, Renee. Accountability. Uh, holding people accountable, whether it's them taking the trash out, um, bringing over you an ice cream cake. Or making sure that they're publishing content on the right days at the right time. Um, accountability is extremely important. Renee did bring me an ice cream cake the other day. So that's where that comes from. It was awesome. <laughs> Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote, Renee, that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Absolutely. Uh, it's called HipChat. And because we have a remote team, uh, we have one person that's remote, but with all the traveling that our team does, we stay in touch via HipChat. And we create different rooms. I don't know if you've ever used the product. It's pretty awesome. But we have uh, an entire room for the entire company. And then we have individual rooms for each person. And then we have a funsies room where we just put in stupid little quotes and stupid images. and <laughs> Internet memes. Out. Internet memes. <laughs> Keeps me updated on the memes. But no, HipChat's a great resource. Heather? I'm going to throw one to a good friend of mine. Um, but it's also probably one of the things that's helped me scale the business or scale my own personal interest in the business the most. But it's a, it's a product uh, called Clarity. Um, you can look it up, clarity.fm. Uh, basically connects you via phone to amazing entrepreneurs who have been there, done that, essentially had success in the past. So anytime I have a question on, you know, how am I going to scale the business? Um, how do I build... Um, you know, a repeatable business model. Uh, there's someone that's probably done that before on that platform, and it just they actually connect me for a short, high impact conversation uh, over the phone. So taking it old school, but um, you know, 15 minutes with an expert sometimes can be far more than all the Google or more benefit rather than all the googling I could possibly do. Yeah, that, that's an incredible resource which I've never heard of. Thank you. Cool. So Heather, if you could recommend one book for Fire Nation, what would it be? Uh, David Allen's Getting Things Done. Um, it's all Dave. about, yeah, the, the whole notion of like do it, delegate it, defer it, or drop it. So <laughs> getting to inbox zero, f figuring out how, uh, you know, how not to feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. Uh, it's all about productivity and, and feeling good. Love it. And this is all going to be linked up, Fire Nation, as you know, at entrepreneuronfire.com on the show notes page. Renee? One funny thing about that book is it's probably one of the few books I never ended up finished reading. Oh, the irony behind it. Yeah, I was going to uh, say. <laughs> but uh, no, the book for me would be The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. I yes. think it's a necessity for any, any entrepreneur, regardless of what business you're in. Love that, ladies. This next question is my favorite question, but it's kind of tricky. So just take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world. 
identical to earth in every way, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. Renee, what would you do in the next seven days? Probably do what we do in terms of our process and our methodology for our clients in terms of finding the influencers out there. Um, finding the right people that can help me out in the right circumstance, following them on Twitter, engaging them on social media. Um, find out where people are going, the events people are at, people I should be meeting. Taking some of that $500 and taking people out for coffee and lunch. Meeting the right people. And um, just you know, discussing where the needs are in the marketplace. I would say initially when I thought about this, I would try to get a job so I can make more money. But if my shelter and food is already taken care of, then for the most part, I just need the money to kind of help where I need to go. So do what I do now to become the best damn blogger, get people coming to me using my inbound strategies and knowledge is to, to get people to come to me and just relaunch something that would be like what we're doing here at Onboardly. Perfect. Heather? That's funny. I've always said that, um, I'm looking at Renee, I gave her a, a, the stink eye because she stole my answer. She didn't even know <laughs> it. But as I was... <laughs> As I was thinking about it, I was like, ah, that's what I would say. Um, but literally, I'm such a people person. I'm such a believer in, you know, building relationships. That's, you know, that's literally at the core of everything that we do uh, on the PR side of our business. Um, so what I probably would do is, um, you know, go hang out at what appears to be your research. I, I use Google first. Research what is the most um, relevant coffee shop or where the most, where people hang out the most. Um, I'd probably go there. I'd ask people who I should know. Uh, I figure $500 is about a hundred copies. Um, <laughs> so I'd, I'd look at, you know, the lowest common denominator in order to, to engage a conversation with people. I wouldn't be taking them out for Dom Perignon or anything, but, um, if I could manage to get a hundred conversations and buy five people or, you know, or sorry, a hundred people coffee, um, and just really ask the questions. I find that, you know, 15 minutes with uh, a really smart person, 15 per minutes with someone who um, could help potentially connect me to someone else um, has been more beneficial time over time over time than all the hours I've poured into um, cold selling. Uh, so literally uh, build long-term connections with people over short-term coffees. I'd bring my A-game, so I'd be really, really enthusiastic the whole time. Um, I'm pretty the caffeinated. I was going to say the 100 coffees would probably help a lot with that. But, uh, but yeah, that's what I'd do. And then take it from there. Ladies, you have just given us some great actionable advice this entire interview, and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then share with us how we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Cool. My parting guidance to Tether would be basically to, to put yourself first always. Um, build out your goal. Think of what, begin with the end in mind. So really think about um, where you want to see your life in X number of years and then work your way backwards from there. Um, if the goal for you is, is being filthy rich and self-sustainable, then, then that's one thing. If your goal is doing amazing work and being highly recognized for it, then, then that can be equally beneficial. Um, but definitely begin with the end of mind, look at the goals, and then work backwards from there. Take the necessary steps and hold yourself accountable, but taking care of yourself all at the same time. So sounds like a, a heavy load of work, but I can pretty much guarantee if you do look at that goal and you are, you know, you can step outside of your bubble long enough to say, you know, I'm just a chess piece. I need to just move my body, body around the, the right path to get to the end, um, then do it and have a lot of fun while you're at it. Uh, you can connect with me at Heather Ann. So Heather Ann with an E on Twitter or Heather at Onboardly.com. Beautiful. Renee? 
my piece of advice um, would be to be in perpetual beta. And we're actually just finishing up an amazing post right now about that. But the idea is that you always need to be learning. Uh, regardless of where you are in your career, there's always more to learn. There's always new people to meet. So never stop learning. I know part of what we do at Onboardly is if there's any courses or events any of our employees or ourselves want to attend, uh, we sign them up for that, regardless of, of their breadth of knowledge, because regardless of how much you know, there's still more to know. So always be in perpetual beta. Always be in perpetual beta. Love it. That is phenomenal. And ladies, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, what great idea do you have brewing inside you? Enough brewing. Take powerful action today. Go grab your domain and get your website up. I've created a simple seven-minute tutorial that will walk you through acquiring your domain for free all the way to your first post. Go to eofirewebsite.com to access this great tutorial, your free domain, and much more. That's eofirewebsite.com. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.